Welcome to episode 194 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we're looking at X-Files Season 8, Episode 16, Three Words. We have an original air date of Sunday, April 8th, 2011. The action primarily takes place in and around Washington, D.C., and the average IMDb user score is an 8.3 out of 10. So the episode was written by Chris Carter and Frank Spotnitz and directed by Tony Warmby. And in fact, really everyone involved this week is a familiar name. They're not introducing any new characters, they are reintegrating Mulder into the cast in a new role. He's literally been buried in a coffin for a few months now, so we start off with the doctor expressing shocked disbelief at the fact that he's pretty much in perfect condition, aside from some rapidly healing facial scars, which obviously lightens up the demand of the makeup department on Mulder from this point forward. So they soon learn that, yeah, he is healthy. With that done, Kirsch is trying to to get Doggett off the X-Files again. And Doggett is fighting for the sake of the X-Files themselves. Now, Mulder is jumping to some rotten conclusions about Doggett, thinking he's part of the conspiracy and can't be trusted and he's just a pawn in the game. It doesn't help when Absalom breaks out of jail, following a man named Howard Salt, trying to break into the White House to send a message to the president. Not all of that information came through. Now, Howard Salt is played by Gary Bristow. This is one of the four credits that he's best known for of his 21 credits on the Internet Movie Database. He's also known for Instinct, Burn Notice, and Star Trek Enterprise. Now, of those four, this is the only character that has a name. The other roles are Federal Marshal, CIA Officer, and Stable Hand. So this is about halfway through his IMDb list, but... Yeah, it seems like he's he was getting decent work for a while. Still is. His most recent credits are from 2019. But there is a gap in the credits from 2003 to 2012. Now, as we're going through, Absalom is very concerned about the idea of humans being replaced by aliens, much like we saw with Billy Miles. And when he breaks out and kidnaps Doggett to force him to cooperate, he checks the back of Doggett's neck. That seems to be how you can tell what's going on. We had no idea what he was looking for, only that he could see it on the back of the neck. Now, as things build, they find out that there's aliens installed with the U.S. Census, and they were using that access for nefarious purposes. And ultimately, Doggett and Mulder are manipulated into doing it, which is enough to get Doggett angry at Noel Rohr who was his previous friend and confidant, who suddenly doesn't seem to be as cooperative. No Roar, played again by Adam Baldwin. And the episode wraps with a shot at the back of Adam Baldwin's neck, or Noel Roar's neck, and there is a large lump. So apparently he is one of these alien replacements that Absalom was warning the others about. So again, we get... Some interesting dynamics, especially with the adversarial nature between Mulder and Doggett, even though Scully has Doggett's back 
as does Skinner, and they're both telling Mulder, no, Doggett's all right. So Mulder and Doggett haven't quite, in, quite gotten to that level of understanding yet, where they can easily work together. But they do eventually reach some level of, well, at least, respect, if not understanding. Now, this is another piece into the long-term puzzle that's been building here in Season 8. The rest of the season does get fairly heavily serialized. So we are building up to the coming Season 9, which we already knew would have no real David Duchovny. He'd agreed to come back for the second half of Season 8 and the series finale. And this was it. They hadn't publicly announced that after Season 8 he'd only come back for the series finale. But internally that was known. And we knew Gillian Anderson was going to be backing off to spend more time with her kids. So as all of that was put in, getting put together, they needed to figure out, what do we do next? Where is this going? And that part's coming up next. It will be some time before we get to it, because in the original broadcast, the next episode of The X-Files was preempted. So that gives us two episodes of The Lone Gunman to cover before we come back here. So join us again in two weeks' time when we discuss Maximum Buyers. Thank you for listening.